I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm fantastic. As you're well aware, it's the first podcast of the new year, but it's a new year, Tom. It's still the same old Half of France podcast. Only slight difference is going forward, Gunnar is on a hiatus till the end of the season. I keep on saying the week he's worked, he's working this stuff like that, but it's got too much. He's going to post Sonny Self on Twitter in a couple of days, but for the time being, it was me and Tom going forward. So Tom, we'll do what we always do. We'll start in our league. I'm not going to do a game week pre- review this week because it was like three weeks ago. Everybody knows the score. I'll go straight to our league. Top three, Jack Curran, number one. 1-3-0-0 one, overall, so first one to break 1,300 points. Second, Hab United, that's Per Habstad. He's in one two nine one. And putting into top three is Ibrox, baby, Ewan White with one two seven one. So we'll go to our scores for the game week, Tom, before we move on to like, other matters. So I'll go first. I had 69 points. I had Street and Goals for one. Vice Captain Bassey, 10. Captain Tavernier, 12. Nothing from McMahon, 6 from Doig. Charles Cook, 2. Rebo, 10. Boyle, 11. Rogic, 9. Nothing from Stratton, the playing player. And Nisbet for 8. And that takes my rank up to 33rd in the world. How about you? Well done, Pierre. Um, I am rank 180. Um, in game week 20, I got 74 points. I had Maynard in goal for nothing. Uh, back line was Bassey for six points. Captain Tav for 12. Scott McMahon got me nothing. Doig got me six. And Cochrane got me two. In midfield, I had Charles Cook for two. Hungbo for six. Boyle for 11. Abada got me 17. And vice-captain Morelos got me 12. I like that Abada shoot because I was trying to get off Abada for weeks saying that he's not nailed and he comes back. <laughs> I persevered. Persevered. Right, okay, so we're just going to head into Tom time. We're going to talk about some stats, Tom, and some transfer activity and what we've got from that. So I'll let you start and I'll ask answer the questions you've got as you go along. Cool. Um, so it's just a kind of sort of season review of the stats. It's probably nothing too groundbreaking. There's a couple of wee surprises in there, but um, we'll start off with uh, clean sheets because obviously last season, clean sheets were the, the bread and butter for us fantasy managers. Um, so far this season, Celtic are top with 10 clean sheets so far. And no surprise, Rangers are second with nine. Um, joint third is Dundee United and Hearts. I think probably Dundee United's form was uh, uh, returns were from earlier in the season because they've, they've had uh, some poor recent form uh, with five losses in a row. Um, 
And then after Dundee and Hearts, the teams are fairly matched. Joint fifth is Hibs, Livingston and Motherwell. Ninth is St. Johnston. And then joint tenth is Aberdeen, Dundee and Ross County. Any surprises in there, Peter? Not really, no. Not really. Happy with that. Um, then looking at the other end of the pitch, then we've got shots on target. So Celtic as a team have had 141 shots on target. Again, no surprises there. They're fairly attacking this season, uh, playing Ange ball. Uh, second place, we have Rangers with 136. So fairly evenly matched between Celtic and Rangers. A step down to Aberdeen. Uh, they have 91 shots. I was a bit surprised at that, considering there's no really a sort of standout goal scorer uh, for Aberdeen. Though Ramirez has shown some some decent form since joining the the, the league at the start of the season. Uh, Hearts, 89, so similar score to Aberdeen. And then St Mirren on 85, which I was surprised at that, considering where they're positioned in the, in the league. And sixth is Ross County with 84. Who again, another team that do appear attacking, particularly when you watch the, the highlights. Uh, Hearts wise, I think are probably a lot of the, the shots on target are probably coming from Boyce. Uh, I think if he was a, a fitter for the the full of the, the first half of the season, I think Hearts would be probably a firm third place. After sixth place, they're all evenly matched from sort of seven to ten. And then you've got Livingston with only fifty six shots on target. St. Johnston with 45. No surprises given the, the bottom of the league and uh, struggling to find the form that they displayed last season. What you make of that, Peter? So, man, was surprising and I think it kind of shows Aberdeen low in the defensively, quite high in attacking. So, it's like a game of basketball with Aberdeen looking all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I suppose we can't really do it. I'd like to have seen how Rangers' stats compare with like before Giovanni came in and after he came in, how that kind of would have looked. If they yeah. were more attack now than they were before, or the opposite. But I suppose you'll find that over the course of the season. Well, there's, there's definitely a change defensive-wise. I think um, in the, the six games after he came in, I think it was like five out of six clean sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are finding their form, uh, certainly defensively. Uh, top four for goals. Rangers actually have more uh, goals than Celtic. Celtic are in second, Hearts in third, and then Ross County fourth. So Ross County are a good source of goals. Um, there's lots of decent cheap assets there. Uh, Hungbo's probably been a bit of a standout for me, um, chipping in with the odd goal and assist, especially in the last sort of four or five game weeks as well. Um, and they're also cheap enablers as well to free up the funds to allow us to do other things within the team getting in the, the more expensive assets. Plus with Ross County, there's, it's all kind of spread out. There's nobody like, well, you said like a fourth high school, but nobody's like a high goal scorer. They're kind of spread out without the team. So it's just who you take on a set week can be a good, cheap enable, like you said. That's right. Fixtures are probably a big uh, part as well, um, playing those fixtures. Um, if we take a deep dive more into sort of specific players then, um, I've looked at some stats for goal scorers, so looking at goals per game, um, most of the sort of websites you see will just give you a goal tally, but decided to see what goals per game were, um, considering a few of the strikers were, were in and out of the teams with injuries and uh, different formations, etc., etc. Uh, no surprises. Number one is Koyogo, who's had a, a great start to the season. Uh, he's looking at 0.57 goals per game. 
And then straight in at number two, who um, a player that's been playing for Motherwell is now going to Dundee United at the end of the season, Tony Watt. He's uh, 0.47. In third place, we've got uh, a joint uh, Boyce and Roof. And in fourth is Morelos. It's worth noting that uh, Roof has only played 13 games, whereas Morelos has played 18. So Roof seems to get more points per game, but you're less assured of starts there. Uh, if we look at assists as well, our other source of points for attacking returns, uh, unsurprisingly, Tav is topped by far with 0.55 assists per game. Second is Yota, um, who's doing quite well considering he's been out for a period of time with injury. Third place, Paul McMillan. We've mentioned him on the pod at uh, Dundee. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's joint third with Ramsey. And I think that's I think that's particularly good given Ramsey's only had uh, 12 appearances. I'd, I, I know from uh, looking at the transfer news, there's a few teams circling there. The, know, the Sharks are circling. You might not be having uh, for your second run at the two-line defender. That's right. So you might not be here for the second half of the season, so that's something to be aware of. And fourth is Ralston. Um, I would say there's a special mention for uh, Sean Goss, who's kind of flew under the radar. He's fifth. Um and he's only had 13 appearances so far this season, so he's been kind of in and out of the Motherwell squad, so it's a, a cheap asset to keep an eye on there. Um, if we're looking at average points per game, so just a, a, a sort of a tally of everything, uh, Tav is number one with 7.9, Yorta second with 7.2, Turnbull at 6.8, Ralston at 6.6, and Kyogo at 6.4. So Celica clearly on top there. Just not on top of the league. Uh, Arebo, sorry, oh, sorry. the top three players are all quite pricey, so the games obviously priced them right because that's quite three expensive players and the three average point returners. That's right. Um, obviously, Arebo's top uh, Rangers player, second top Rangers player for points per game is Arebo, um, but I discounted uh, McCrory and Hellander who have only had like a few appearances, so mm-hmm. uh, you're not really going to get them in. Um, so Tav and Arebo. Worth noting that Aribo is away to the Africa Cup of Nations. Got a question on that later, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, then I thought I'd kind of have a wee look at the sort of form for home and away and see if there's any sort of variation in that. Uh, so looking at clean sheets, top for home clean sheets is Celtic with seven. Though they've only had uh, nine matches played at home, obviously with the the COVID cancellations has been a few fixtures have been jigged about. Uh, Rangers have had six clean sheets at home um, out of 11 games. Hibs, five out of 10. And Motherwell, five out of 11. Though there's a bit of a sort of, there's a bit of a swing when you look at uh, Hibs and Motherwell. Although they've had five clean sheets at home, they've only managed one clean sheet away. And if we look at the away clean sheet form, I, I think this is a, a bit surprising. Uh, St. Johnston are top for clean sheets away from home with four. Uh, despite only having one clean sheet at home. Livingston, uh, four clean sheets away, despite only having two clean sheets at home. And then Rangers, Hearts, Dundee United, Selig have all had three clean sheets away, which leads me to kind of conclude that you could consider perhaps rotating Hibbs, Motherwell, Livingston, home and away. 
So you've obviously got your Celtic defenders, your Rangers defenders. Who's going to fill that sort of fourth and fifth slot? Perhaps Hibs and Motherwell rotation, even Livingston. And if you're feeling lucky, maybe even St. Johnston as well. Uh, goals home and away. Celtic and Rangers are fairly consistent, both home and away. There's not really sort of any major changes. Uh, in fact, only the only teams to have a sort of marked difference are Motherwell, who have scored uh, nine goals more at home than they have away. And then Hearts and St. Johnston, uh, with seven more goals at home than they have away. Dundee with five and Aberdeen with five. So they seem to have better form at home. And on the opposite end of the scale, St Mirren have scored five more goals away from uh, away than they have at home. So St Mirren, goal scoring wise, have the away form. Very well done. Anything to add to that, Peter? No, I just think when we said at the start of the season, like uh, when you look at the tables and you're going, like, Hearts are doing well. We just know over the space of the season, things will kind of fall into place. And majority will be Celtic Rangers at the top of all these things for goals, assists, clean sheets, stuff like that. So I just think it goes to show again that you're as well having your team with at least four or five old firm players and then trying your best to find the right players at the right time for the right squads. And that's, that's where you can make your gains. And I think I've been quite lucky with that so far this season with my ranking quite high with picking on the players at the right time, dropping off at the right time as well. And I think that's just a wee good enough to go forward for the season. And also Motherwell, I believe I saw a, a stat. If you take a calendar year, they've got the third points most overall. So mm-hmm. Alexander obviously has done something that the end of last season seemed from relegation. And OK, they make a wee bit hot and cold this year, but I think they're starting to want a wee bit. They're looking a wee bit better. So they could be a team to maybe double up or triple up on cheap players. They can kind of pad out your squad for the season going forward. Don't your thoughts, Motherwell, up, Tom. Yeah, um, the recent sort of home defensive form, I think they had three clean sheets in a row at home, so they certainly be, seem to be solid at the back. Um, we'll have to see how obviously they've invested in the, the transfer window as well. Um, they've got a few players coming in there. but uh, and, they, and they've still got Tony Watt till the end of the season as well. Um, he's not gone yet. That's so. what I'm, I'm not too sure. You have to wait to see how that plays out, I suppose, because... They've got they have good cheap options as a third striker. I mean, that's Woolery, Van Veen and Watt. A lot of people have got one of them as a third option. You said the boy Goss in midfield could be a cheap uh, midfield fifth option again, off mm-hmm. an assist. And then any of the back line, I suppose, and goalkeeper could be one of your five. would be no problem as well. Definitely, yeah. Is that start time finished up? Yep. On the transfers? On the transfers, that's right. You want to start anywhere specific? Uh, no, nowhere specific. I can start on uh, Chifty at St. Johnston, our old favourite. <laughs> okay. I've just picked out a few sort of players of note. Um, just going to well, discuss them. Can I start first and then you can go on, right? If you want to know the ins and outs of transfers, there's an account on Twitter, FFS Whiskey, who's keeping track of all incomes and outgoings. So it's, like, it's kind of like a cheat sheet to see what you, who your premiership Teams are buying or selling out. So if you want to follow Whiskey, you can see, and he's updating every couple of days, so you can see what teams bring in who and who's letting out who. So it gives you like an idea of players are going and vice versa, so you know who's improving their squad. Okay, Tom, back to you. 
Yeah, so as mentioned, Chief, just something that if you you followed Scottish football for a while, you'll maybe be familiar with. Um, he he previously played at uh, Dundee United and Celtic, and now he has joined St Johnston. Um, he's made twelve appearances for his team. He's came over from Turkey, a Turkey second division team. I think he only managed one goal in twelve appearances. Um, and for for me, I don't think he's really ever excelled since he left Dundee United. Um, for Dundee United, he made eighty-two appearances, scored thirty-three goals, and got twenty assists. See from that from you, that, that was padded. Are you going to assess what I say? Padded with penalties. That you going to say next? No. What's that? A lot. He's just uh, he's done United. There was a lot of penalties, so his stats yeah. are better than they were. He then made the switch to, to Celtic. Twenty-six appearances, only four goals, and only one assist. And since leaving Celtic, his, his, his returns have been, been woeful. So uh, don't have the blinkers on. Don't think back to his time at Dundee United because I don't know if he's going to have the same sort of impact here at St Johnston. Um, perhaps wishful thinking. Who knows? I mean, players have proved us wrong in the past, but something to be aware of. Um, another player that I kind of wanted to point out is uh, Tony Gallagher. He comes in from uh, Liverpool under 23s. He's had four, 49 appearances with them, three goals and one assist. The player himself isn't really that noteworthy. Um, not really much to shout about, but it's just uh, it's just to highlight something that we've seen in sort of this season and, and previous seasons. Um, obviously, you kind of think Liverpool, high caliber young player. Is this guy going to be quite promising? And we've had a bit of a mixed bag. Um, obviously, if we look at last season, we had Luke Bolton. Uh, he was on loan at Dundee United from Man City. Um, and also Dylan Levitt, who was on loan uh, to Dundee United from, from, from Man U. But I'm not, I'm not picking on Dundee United. Um, we've, we've seen it with other teams where these uh, young players at big English Premier League teams come. They don't always excel. I mean, sometimes they're good. Um, you know, Celtic have had good experiences with a lot of, sort of Man City loanies. Uh, so it's a bit of a mixed bag. So I'd, I'd probably say wait and see when it comes to these sort of youth players from Premier League teams. Uh, if we move over then to Motherwell, uh, we've got Ross Tierney, and he's came over from the Bohemians in Dublin. In 67 appearances for them, he's managed to score 12 goals and 13 assists, and he's a central midfielder. So something to keep an eye on there, and maybe say the. The SPFL is maybe a, a step up from the League of Ireland, but he certainly has uh, decent stats there, so I'm keeping a close eye on him. And also Liam Shaw, someone that we've been familiar with at Celtic. We've not really seen much of him. Um, he joined from Sheffield Wednesday, and he does play in a defensive midfield role, so it's not really a, a position we're going to expect a lot of points from anyway, but you never know. Uh, looking at Hibs, we've had Chris Mueller, um, he's came over on a free transfer from Orlando. In 109 MLS appearances, he's managed 18 goals and 20 assists. And he does play in the sort of right-wing position. Perhaps he's maybe a replacement for Boyle. There's lots to talk about him. One for uh, Saudi Arabia. I think yep, he's a, new, a new bid came in this morning, a new bid, so he could be off soon as well. Uh, I think it's like 29,000 a week, or like 1 million a year there. The, the numbers we're talking, so I, I'd, I'd, I'd imagine he's probably getting paid a lot more there than he is at Hibs. So very enticing offer. 
Um, and Harry Clark, again, another under-23s player. He comes from Arsenal this time. Though we have seen a bit more of him because he did play the first half of the season at Ross County. Uh, he plays a centre-back and right-back. And in 17 appearances, he's managed three goals and two assists at County. So we'll see how he slots into the Motherwell team. Not bad attacking returns for a defensive player. I, I like Clark as well because if you don't know if you've watched Maloney's style of football, he's switched between 3-5-2 and 4-4-2, depending on when they're pushing or coming back. So he seems like he's been specifically bought for Maloney's tactics. So I'm assuming he's going to be quickly up to speed out of that team to play either the full-back when they go 3-5-2 or one of the three centre-backs when they go back to a three. And 4-4-2, sorry. So I think he's going to be nailed quite quickly and he's really cheap. Yeah. Um, the, re- the rest of the players coming in to the SPFL teams, they all seem to be coming from sort of lower league teams. Uh, Ross County is looking at the likes of Broader Rangers, Nairn County. Uh, who have we got? Dundee United, Elgin, Stirling Uni, Dunfermline. A lot of sort of young homegrown talents here. It's pro- we're probably going to sort of put those in sort of one bag and just say it's a bit of a wait and see. We, we don't really know what's going to happen then. I wouldn't certainly be jumping on them. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the old uh, half-hour fantasy motto, wait and see. <laughs> uh, looking at Celtic and Rangers then, uh, where we tend to get the bulk of our points, Celtic have been quite active in the transfer window so far, uh, particularly the G-League. They seem to have raided all the, the top players of the G-League. Um, just a sort of brief outline each of those players. You've got Rio Hatete, he's a central midfielder, uh, 62 appearances, 10 goals and 7 assists in the J-League. Uh, Yosuke Idoguchi. Um, well done, Tom, well done. 97 appearances, 10 goals and 9 assists. And we have Dazen Maida, who sort of switches between the left wing and as a centre forward. He was the top goal scorer in the J-League last season. In 77 J-League appearances, he's had 28 goals and 5 assists. Uh, and his stats as a winger are quite similar to, to those who's playing a centre forward. So I wouldn't worry too much about where he's deployed within the Celtic team. As a centre forward, in 54 appearances, he's had 23 goals and 7 assists. And on the left wing, he's had less appearances with 44 and had 17 goals and 4 assists. So those thinking that um, he's, he's maybe not going to oust uh, Kyogo out of the, the team playing a centre forward, he's... Uh, he's I'd imagine he's probably going to be on that left wing. That's my, my gut feeling anyway. Uh, Rangers, players in. I don't think any of the players in are of note fantasy football Scotland-wise. Uh, Nathan Patterson, he's obviously went to Everton for £12.6 million. A great fee, good bit of business for Rangers. And I think that maybe cements Tav's regular stats in the team a bit more. That's my next, I was going to get a point we're going away. That seems well, more of a... Noteworthy one is the fact that he's left now his tabs even more nailed. Unless mm-hmm. he brings something in, but I mean that's just if you haven't got tab in your team, what are you doing? But if you haven't got tab in your team, get him in now because he's even more nailed. And as you have stats he's a lot on an assist every second game. I mean, from a fullback. Yeah. What more do you want? Anything to add to there, Peter? Uh, no, good. There's a lot of transfers. I mean, there's a player, the Aberdeen, Pulvara. A lot of these players haven't been priced yet on the game, so we can't really get into detail if it's worth 
getting these players in because the game isn't priced all the players yet. I mean, I know they priced a couple of the Japanese guys for Celtic. Uh, yeah. Is it Daisy May? That's the one I'm interested in. If he's yeah. Been playing up front, as you say, Tom, he might not be nailed as a striker, but he plays a winger. But we're playing that many games and that many injuries. I think if he gets in the team, he's going to get his fair share of games. It's whether you want to take a point on him or Jota, Abada, Kyogo. You've got so many. You can't get them all on your team. Yeah, especially and if Boyle goes, because that'll free up a lot of money, which you can then invest up front. Yep. We don't really have a lot of striker options, really. Hitati, I don't think he's going to be playing the more defensive role in the midfield, I think. That's the way I, I kind of read the analytics on it. So he'd be similar to a McGregor type. He might get a, a bonus points for passes. He might get an assist in there, but I think he's one of the fancier ones. I don't see the boy Sansi for Rangers. I don't see him been first team, more of a backup. No. I, don't, I don't see him in any of his choice. Let's look at here. Uh, St. Johnson, I think you've got to wait to see how they're going to, if the team start improving, then jump on the players. Shaw, you've mentioned for Motherwell, who sits defensively. Already mentioned Paul Varif, Aberdeen, have to wait and see. Uh, is it Atkinson for Hearts, the one that came in for the Australian League? Now I'm getting mixed up. There's quite a lot of buzz about him, I think. And so like Nathaniel to... Atkinson, right so back one, for, from Melbourne City. He's right back in, so he's another fullback, so he could be cheap, I suppose, if he started to be attacking. And the Hibs have done the most business, I think, so far, so that's the more interesting one, how they're going to set up under Maloney, because he's obviously using his contacts, he gets chances in quite quick, obviously promised when he signed a job, but that's four or five players in the team. So I'm interested to see how Hibs do after the start back. Of course, the first game's against Celtic, so it'll be interesting watching the two teams play. And also we have, I like the fact that Doig's now kind of nailed at left-back mm-hmm. under Maloney, which it wasn't before, so I'm happy with that. Players well, uh, sorry, uh, Nathaniel um, Atkinson. Melbourne City's had 79 appearances, three goals and three assists. So he's quite defensive rather than attacking to full back end. Looks like it, yeah. Players going to be of note. We've already mentioned Patterson. I don't think there's MDL there who... Was in a lot of people's teams, was there? Clark for Ross County no. to Hibs. I mean, if you've got Clark in your team and you've got three Hibs, you, as says, you need to get out your team in because you need to get rid of him because you've got four players who are getting zero points in that game week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Need, and you need to use your own transfer for it. You don't get a free one. That's right. You need, you, you need to burn that transfer to rid of him or rid of every player. That's right. That's it. Any other transfer stuff, Tom? No, that's it. Has, has Clark definitely signed for Rangers, eh? What's for Hibs? Hibs, sorry. He's been revealed, definitely. He's in my... I mean, I've got Nisbet, Doig and Boyle. And when Clark's signed for Hibs, he's straight on my watch list straight away because I liked what I seen with Ross County. So I'm thinking, well, who did I get out? So if Boyle goes, then it's an easy move for me. Otherwise, it's Nisbet. Then we've got a question that later. We'll talk about Nisbet when it comes to it. Right, we'll go to... Here then. Right. The fixtures come up then, Tom. Right. So for the following game week, it starts on Monday, the seventeenth of January. We have actually quite a lot of good, good games because a lot of teams have played each other who should be near the top. So we've got Celtic versus Hibs on the Monday night. Then in Tuesday we've got Aberdeen versus Rangers, Dundee United versus Man, Hearts versus Johnson, Lovisons versus Dundee, 
and Ross County versus Motherwell. So now you've seen that, you looked at your team. What is your transfers, your captains, your vice captains' thoughts for the coming week? Uh, it's a tricky one. Because I'm assuming, like me, I'll let you old things up as we're talking, you get few Celtic assets, few hip assets in your team. That's right. So, I'm probably going to have to get rid of Turnbull because he's, he's, yep. he's injured. So um, I'm going to have to get rid of Mikey Johnson as well. So we'll, we'll, so, <laughs> so we'll have we'll have the we'll have the early team news for the Celtic game anyway if it's on the Monday night, won't we? Yes. So all eyes on Dazen, I think. I probably I probably have to take the hit, get rid of Turnbull, get rid of Johnson, bring in him, and what other midfielder wise? I don't know what I'd, I'd do for a midfielder. I'll see, I'll, I'll see what who I could afford probably. Um, captaincy wise, probably got to be Tav, isn't it? Are we ever been still confident in Tav? Yeah. And then vice captain. Vice captain Morelos, I think. I'll stick with what I've got. Right, so my dilemma this week is I've got three Hibs and two Celtic playing each other. So you've got Ralston and Rogic for me and Doig, Boyle and Nisbet. So obviously the game week comes, Boyle could be gone. But I've also got no Rebo because he's at the African Nations Cup. Mm-hmm. So it's how I'm going to set this team up. Boyce, who's not been hitting this. Watt, who's now got on United, is he going to get his game. So you can see I'll create a few fires on this team this week. So I'm going to wait to close at the time for game week news. If my second players are playing, I don't see any point in getting rid of them. Same with Hibs. Because I like the way Boyle's playing a more advanced position up front than Nisbet, but whether he says a different story, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, Tom. Let <laughs> <laughs> me look at the fixtures again. Who's, got, who's the fixtures looking for? I mean, Celtic have got Hearts Hart, next. They have to get Motherwell next. They have to get Livingston. So I suppose I'm, I'm, I'm going to think on it. I'll probably be as it stands around this team, I'll probably still be Captain Tav and Vice Captain. Well, I don't know. Vice Captain, maybe Boyle or Rogic. They're now, but that team's going to change. I'm going to have to think about what I'm going to do. I've only got one free transfer. Rebo's missing two games, so maybe I could go somewhere. Maybe go to Rebo to. See, it's not any. See, I think we have some hearts. I mean, it's just two difficult games, so you're buying a silk line for difficult games. It's tricky, isn't it? I'm going to have to have a good think this week. That is no one easy one to negotiate at all. I've got three Rangers, so if I went to the Morellas, I would need to take a hit. I think we'll be taking a hit this weekend, but look at it, because I need a start in 11. Now, if Watt's back the team and playing fine, then I can go with Watt and Boyce up front and hope for the best, but as it stands, I'm going to have to do a bit of thinking with this team. Right, we have got questions to go with. Are you ready to go with questions? Yeah. Here we go. And the next bad today is taking ages to load up the notifications. Right, here we go. Right, we've got two questions kind of relate to each other straight away from the Scottish Fantasy Football Community. That's at sffantasy.com. 
So as we're looking to downgrade Aribo, who's away playing for Nigeria at AFCON and update Nisbet to Morelos, which budget midfielder do you like and why? And the second part is another question as he has a slow start, four difficult he's, he's had a slow start, but four difficult fixtures in the next six, and Morelos is in unstoppable form, so that's the guy he's got up. So thoughts on the Aribo replacement and Nisbet to Morelos? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'd, I'd, I got rid of Aribo a while back and brought in Morelos and he served me well. Um, in terms of a cheap midfielder, Ross County have been particularly attacking, so I think you may be looking at a Ross County player, either Charles Cook or Hungbo for me. That's what I would say as well, because if you want, you need obviously, look, you need to downgrade the money to get the money elsewhere, so it has to be the one of the cheaper ones. So I've got Charles Cook and you said Hungbo, that was the two I would go for. And your other option, John, could be <clears throat> Goss from Motherwell. You mentioned yeah. good assistance. And again, wait and see how these other players are priced in the game. Should we feel us here, like a uh, boy for Hibs, and see if they're priced at a price where you can downgrade and move elsewhere? That's right. Uh, another one could be um, Paul McMillan for Dundee. Dundee faced Livingston. Dundee United, who haven't been very good defensive recently. St. Johnston, St. Mirren, Ross County. All teams that tend to concede, so um, you might want to look at Dundee. Okay, and a question from Asika Jordan. Is Nisbet not appealing under Sean Maloney? And I went back to check. He's played both games under Maloney. He's playing up front with Boyle and he scores one and two. He's looked much better, so... If you're not in a rush to go off this, but I'd keep a hold of him because I think he's going to be more of a focal front under Maloney type player. I think he's looked quite good so far, the two games so far. Thoughts on this, but under Maloney? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he could excel. For me, though, I'd be more inclined to go for Morales just because of his consistency. I still think, even if Nisbet does kick on, I still think Morales is probably going to outscore Nisbet for the rest of the season. Um. And then there's the question of uh, uh, Dazen Maida at Celtic as well. That's true. You can't have them all. Because I think he's going to slot right at the team given the injuries that we've got. I tend to agree. I think if he's 6.1, so he's roughly the same price as Nisbet. Yeah. If he's going to commit a team and a more attacking team. Yep. But I wouldn't be rushing to... If you've got Morelos and Nisbet, I wouldn't be rushing to get Nisbet right now, I think. He's not a stronghold, but he's a hold. There's not MDL stands out. I mean, if Dundee United sign Tony Watt before the end of the window, like kind of make an agreement, he goes over, then he could be a good option as a, as a third cheap striker. But again, you mentioned before, so we don't really have a, a depth of options up front. And yeah. I think it's all starting to go towards Morelis, 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 and Dayden if he goes up front. And then you've got Kyogo as a basically a second striker, but playing in midfield in the game. Mm-hmm. And if Boyle goes, then you have a Rebo. This is all starting to sound a bit template, but this is the players you should have in your team. And then the rest is just a matter of differentiating as you go along. Yeah. And they all, they're all quite affordable, I suppose, if you can, if you bought clothes at the right time with the price rises. I mean, I know I've got enough money in the bank, you can make these moves. Happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. Right, we'll move on to a bit of other fantasy talk, Tom. So if you're finished with the Scottish game, you feel free to leave us. But if not, we'll go. So we'll go to the 
the minefield is FPL, Tom, as you've been probably following along. Double game weeks announced, double game weeks postponed, double game weeks announced, double game weeks postponed, people taking hits left, right, centre, then games getting cancelled. So, as it stands right now, I'm rank 100k on the dot. Where are you? Um, so, we look, I am 127k-ish. Right, so, we roll a couple of points a month. What's your total points now? Total points is 1,276. So you're nine points difference to me. I'm nine points ahead and that's a difference of 27k. So that's how close that's right. it is. That's one game week. Uh, so this game week, as we're on the now, is game week, what we on, 21. I've still got many to play. One, two, three players to play the now with 40 points. What about yourself? Uh, I think I've just got the I've still got Damari Great play. No, the game got cancelled. No, that game got cancelled. Never mind. I've got no more players to play. Uh, unless Liveramento plays for Southampton. He's flagged, he's flagged just now. 50-50, it says. So, no, I don't have any. I've got 43 points. Right, so that's that. So, next week then. So, game week 22. What's your thoughts on game week 22? Are you using any chips? How many double, how many double week players do you have right now? Right now, I have, if we exclude James, because he's probably not going to play, I've got one, two, three, four, four, because I think Darlow has lost his place in the Man United defence. But you've got him, you're not counting him, so you're the same as me then. Yeah. Because I've got Foster, which probably won't start. And yeah, I've got him as well. Darlow, who probably lost his place. Son, who's injured. Sizoko, <laughs> so he'll play <laughs> with two games. And Ronaldo up front, who's also flagged. So it's a bit of a cluster. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try to ride it out? Or are you, going to use a, are you going to use a chip? Or are you going to be taking hits? What's the plans? It's a tough one. We've pretty much got a full week, so we'll have to see who's... Fl- really flagged and who isn't but um, Friday the 14th is the deadline I'd probably I'd probably take a a, yeah it's probably not a full week is it (laughs) (laughs) I'd probably I'd probably take a a hit I'll probably get rid of Salah because he's taking up too much cash and he's not going to be here for the next few game weeks I'd probably get rid of James as well that'll free up a lot of money don't they do what you want with that yeah so who would you like to bring in double game week players It'd have to be double game week players, wouldn't it? Um, probably looking at defensive wise, Sanchez, the Spurs defender. I like the look at him, and I'm not really too sure what I'm going to do midfield. If if Sun's fit, then it'd be Sun. If not, I could maybe go Mount. No, it's not really a double game week for them because they're away to City, so that's going to be a tough one for them. Yep. I'm thinking one Leicester player. Probably Ooh. Madison, maybe. Ooh. Away to Burnley, then home to Spurs. And Spurs have been quite good defensive-wise under I know, I'm just thinking if he gets there away... I mean, they're always good for a goal, Leicester. I mean, they're all, I know they're not the greatest defensively, but they're decent midfield to attack. And Madison seems quite nailed. Madison or Lutman, maybe. And... Mm-hmm. 
uh, I think a Spurs defender because I'm sure I've been reading a lot of the stats under Conte, I think was his name, Conte? Yeah. The, the stats and the, the expected clean sheets is just slowly rising since, since, since his reign and there's still quite a lot of cheap Spurs defenders so I think I'll bring one of them in as well. Probably for Darlow, maybe get shot at him. The same nice double game eat player, so I'm going to get a risk keep him on the bench. Probably for other mental. I've got the price rise off him anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Ronaldo's past fit, I think he's going to be the captain. Son, if he's fit, but I don't know if Son's going to be fit. So again, it's going to be a wait and see. Right up, right up to the very last minute, half past six on Friday the 14th of January. That's when I'll make my, my moves. You know what I'm but I think a lot of people Definitely in the same boat, Thomas. I, mean, I remember last week with that get double game week where I didn't make any hits. And when I'd done the FPL life check, I'd rose about 16k just by standing still. <laughs> the people are taking hits and then the game got cancelled. So it was like a, it was like a wee cheat sheet. 16k rise for doing nothing because they all took hits and games got cancelled. Brilliant. That's what you like. Sometimes right, sitting yeah. tight's the best option. Correct. And I, I mean, I want to roll a transfer, but I can't because it seems like always somebody flagged every week and you need to keep on using it. I know. It's what I do look so difficult is, to play, I think, this this season. It's, it's actually took a bit of a the skill out of it and more a game of luck mm-hmm. chance because you can't you can't kind of compete that. And I'm not really like this whole game getting called off using COVID and injuries like an excuse. I think teams are losing a lot of a chance to get their games moved. To get the yeah. back fit, I think it's a bit unsportsmanlike. But then, who would be to say that? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Tom, is a game called Chapman FPL. I'm sitting the last time I'm wasting a game indoors to play. If you're looking for something to do on your Thursday nights, eh, there's a Google Chapman FPL. Where it is, is they're running a, they run a, a game. It started during the first lockdown. It's a sim of a computer game that's 20 years old. Uh, the guys worked out all the players' details, all the players' price, all the players' prices. You pick a team. There's no price rises, which helps. And every Thursday there's a stream, and they do a stream, and it comes through like a proper Sky Sports type. Uh, what's the over? The football center thing when at three o'clock on Saturday. So the scores come up, and they do comments on it. So super scoreboard. Super scoreboard. That's it. Well done. So it's like you pick a team. It's all players you'll know. Van Nistelrooy, Veron. Cole, Lampard, Gerard, all these players in the squad, you pick your team and then you get a free transfer of the week, there's some ships to use and it's actually good for the Thursday night, none else done to watch it coming through as I done last Thursday, I really enjoyed it so Tom took part as well, me and Tom actually have the exact same score, Tom, didn't we? 64 points I believe? 64 points, yeah and that means we must be the same rank in the world? I think we're both 33rd, aren't we? 33rd in the world, so you go not bad, you say, you say the world, it sounds fantastic you guys are 700 people playing, so <laughs> <laughs> it's still good. So I'll give you a rough idea of what the, the points was. Why it's the same as Listen, it was like who's in the team? Uh, Headman and goals. MD making home for Celtic days. Nine. Henshaw, Southgate, Ekeog, Junior, Lisa, Keane, Veron, Larson, who's went to Leeds in this game because it's simmed like a real game. Boxic and Heskey. Any players you got on your team, Tom? That people might know. Uh, Van Nistelrooy. You got me seven. Uh, Chadwick got me nine. Jasker Lydon, six points on the bench. Yeah, Jasker Lydon on the bench for six points, so some might remember him from uh, the old FPL days. 
So I'll say again, I'd recommend having a shot at it, even if you want to take, even if you make a zombie team and leave it and check every week. It's actually good. Anybody ever played the Gaffer game, the championship game in England? It's on the same website as that, so it's easy to remember. Right, Tom? Yep. That's us. It's not, by nothing, we don't need to put too much foot on it. It's not like we're doing the whole Scottish game. It's just a pick a team and that's it. And these sims are kind of brutal. There's no form involved because it's a computer game. So it's just like pictures is probably the most dependent on what you get your points for. Right, Tom, that is us finished for the week. Uh, this is the last week coming up for the FFS Royal Rumble. Then it's another five people qualify. I know you're not in it, Tom, so you're not really caring about this one. But I'm top of my group. So oh, very good. I'm well done, Kieran. Throughout the, the final round, if you get for this one. So do you want to plug, Obrogowski? Yeah, I'm at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. Hit me up there. I'm not doing any more rate my teams. Yeah. No way, no blogs either. I need to get up that ghost and all. I have a fantasy half. Gunnar's incognito, but he's still at FPL underscore Gunnar. Uh, we're back next week after the games. There's games coming thick and fast, Tom, so we'll have to try to work out how we're going to do it. I suppose we can just colour up to the, the day we record what's happened that so far that week. A lot of the weekends are going to be thrown again. I know there's Scottish Cup games next weekend, so we'll get back in between that. It doesn't really matter, but we'll take it for there. So again, thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. It's goodbye to me. Cheers. For your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.